Major League Soccer is set to start the league season this weekend, and what a year it's likely shaping up to be. A new deal with Apple TV+, Plus, rumors of an expanded playoff format, a new competition happening mid-year with League's Cup against all of the Mexican teams in the top division, Liga MX, extra competitions with U.S. Open Cup and Champions Cup, it's promising to be a very busy year. Well, hey, if you don't know by now, I'm Rev Brad. You're listening to the Soccer Chaplains United podcast from the Touchline. And today on the pod, I'm joined by a couple of special guests as some of the other Soccer Chaplains United MLS chaplains jump on to talk about their teams, their clubs. There might be some friendly banter, there will be a season preview, and all of it coming through our chaplain eyes. So stay tuned. We get the ball rolling right after this. He's found the space, and he's found the back of the net. Just a little off foot, thinking he's going to go far post. Not strong enough with his right hand. Whips that one in. Far post, almost made him in, and they have. He has the hat trick. The second in his career. The third of the night. The hat trick hero. Talked about you're not going to be able to sustain that kind of pressure. To the corner. Goes towards the near post. And you're on the angle. And what a goal! What a goal! Oh, man. I'm so nervous. All right. Well, welcome to the pod, Ben Dudley and Troy Reedy, the chaplains of Major League Soccer's Portland Timbers. Joining me, Rep Brad, the volunteer chaplain for Colorado Rapids. Uh, this is our MLS 2023 preview pod. Guys, thanks for being on. And uh, while I'm at it, let's just throw Nashville SC under the bus a little bit because their two guys, Billy and Greg, are no-shows today. So name on them frustrating trying to get the team together can't do anything anyway yeah. negative start the season they start negative on the table yeah i i agree they uh what's our what's our going rate right now uh um a beer a goal they're down how many goals are they down they're down three goals at least a beer each i think they're us. i think their new uni their new kit with johnny Bla- johnny cash man in black kit might yeah, earn them some credibility. Mm. That thing's pretty sweet. Yeah, we're we're gonna talk preseason. We're gonna talk about some of those jerseys. I'm gonna throw them up here in a sec. But let's talk last year first, um, because I've got this little interesting infographic. Nashville actually with the fifth seed. Portland, you guys missed out on playoffs by just a point, and of course we were four points behind. So. Um, but you guys, you guys strive for excellence all the time and you missed out on the playoffs. Um, what happened last year to you guys? Well, Ben, what happened? (laughs) No, a lot happened last year to us, if you want to be honest. Um, but I think, you know, there's, if you, if you're following soccer at all, and you saw in the news, like there was no shortage of Portland Timbers, Portland Thorns news going on. So there's all these distractions happening around the club. But at the end of the day, like as a player, you got to show up, you got to be a professional, you got to get your job done. And and we just didn't get it done. Like there was several games early in the season where we were we had a, a late lead that we gave up. And so we had three points go to one point. Uh, multiple times and so you know if you get even one of those 
that to, you know, it's a totally different deal. Like we're in the playoffs. And so, you know, it's a long season and you never pin it on one match or another match. Like it's a culmination of the whole season. And I just think at the end of the day, like we didn't have as many points as another team and we didn't make playoffs. So that's my very politically correct answer in case you're wondering. No, I I think it's fair, right? I mean, you guys had so many distractions and probably any other club that had a, a NWSL team tied as organically and intricately as you guys are tied to the Thorns, which makes for great entertaining soccer on the men's and women's side. But then when it goes badly for one, like the other, the other one gets dragged into it a little bit more. There's crossover so yeah i mean i'd yeah, to, to miss out on playoffs by one point distractions maybe a couple of those balls bouncing the wrong way i i know for us for colorado i i peg it down to two things um yeah our we didn't just we didn't play uh like we did in 2021 we didn't have the ball go the same way we had a key injury to jack price our captain i think he missed 17 18 19 games and he's just a leader on the park, on the pitch for us. And um, yeah, when you're missing that leadership element, kind of the the central point of your spine, um, our two center backs, uh, Danny Wilson, Lala Sabubakar, they they struggled a bit. They weren't as cohesive. Um, so yeah, I mean that's kind of what I peg our our miss out on the playoffs. And and we had such high hopes after you know doing well in in 21. So. It, yeah. it was yeah, a struggle. We, we definitely um, got the injury bug as well. I mean, um, you know, at the end of the day, you got to put some some balls in the back of the net and get some points. And when when all your strikers are out with multiple month injuries, you know, who's gonna who's gonna score those goals? And so we were just we we're shorthanded on that front due to injuries for sure. Well, and you guys, you guys were, I mean, cause you were just minutes away from an MLS cup win your second, right. Last year or in yep. 21. Um, so I think there were really high hopes. I, I should have gone back and listened to last year's podcast cause Troy was talking smack and building up timbers as they were going to be MLS cup champions. This happened or you, or you're saying for this year. No, no, you were last, yeah, in the beginning of last season, you were on, and uh, Ben couldn't make our preview pod, and here you were. You're like, guys, we're we're right back in it. Um, Are you sure what that wasn't the year before when we made it? I mean, no, I, I no, your 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 prediction skills are uh, lacking a little bit, Troy. Fair enough, uh, Troy. You're a coach. Um, give your perspective on why you think Timbers Timbers <laughs> missed out. Well. I was just going to say one with the amount of soccer that I'm involved in all the seasons and games really blur together to where it's kind of hard to remember exactly uh, the situation. And I would say I'm always a little bit careful to make evaluations about, you know, what went wrong? Why, why did we not? Because there's so many things that, um, unless you're an insider on the staff, there's a lot of things that the public don't know and understand. And so, you know, you can have these, 
you can have these ideas of this is why, and they should have done this. And if they only played this guy, but I think there's so many things that we're just not aware of. And so I tend to be a little bit more cautious about providing <laughs> my opinion. So that's probably even more politically correct than. <laughs> <laughs> and the winner of the PC award goes to Troy Reed. Thank you. I've always wanted that award. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's wise guys. And and even as chaplains, right, for Soccer Chaplains United, we do not criticize or critique our clubs when they make you know, lineup formation, playing decisions, you know, transfers, all, all that. Um, and, and Troy, would you say just, I, I don't know, from your perspective, and Ben, you can chime in on this too, it seems like in MLS, stakes are, for some clubs, the stakes are getting higher and higher. The pot's getting richer and richer. The pressure's getting more and more. So a coach like Gio, who's, I think, a, a good coach, been successful, done well, you know, even even in an off year, you miss playoffs by one game. It feels like there's a more pressure nowadays. And, like, everyone has to make the playoffs. And maybe we'll get into the playoff announcement that came out a few hours ago. But, um yeah, Troy, speak to that maybe a little bit from the coach's perspective. Like, how much pressure do you feel now is going on in MLS just around the need to win? Uh, I'm sure it varies by club in terms of what they deem as successful um, and what internally the expectation is based upon all the factors. But yeah, for sure, I would say, you know, just at at any professional level, but certainly as MLS continues to grow in its quality and the caliber of player that is being drawn, younger players, um, then yeah, there with that, with that comes less margin for error and more pressure. And so it is a, you know, and I think we've all seen and, and have been around enough, um, to know, you know, even as it relates to, to players that may, we may walk alongside, you can you can be the hero and everyone chanting your name and in one moment and a few weeks later, it's just very, it can be a very di different atmosphere and environment. And so I think um, in some ways that's our job to, to come alongside and recognizing in the midst of the passion of fans and this, the reality is, support is pretty fickle and and they're pretty big swings in terms of hey you're in you just made it to mls cup final as a coach and then you know to where maybe you feel some security and next year you don't make playoffs and you're talking you know less than a year and now you're wondering again how much longer do i have um so that's a long way around to say certainly i think the the, the pressure um cooker is being turned up within the league comprehensively among coaches. I wonder if you guys ever feel um, a challenge just from the sense of as a chaplain, I, I care about people, right? And so I watch the pressure cooker that athletes and coaches go through. Um, I feel like I understand it or see it a little bit, but I just, I, there's a part of me that doesn't want to get caught up in all that. And I think sometimes even, I'm a fan of Rapids, right? You know, but there's a part of me that as I 
and I probably shouldn't read Reddit or I read the fan blog and I see people hire out planes that say, get rid of Cronky or do this or do that, get rid of certain individuals at the club. And I, I just feel uh, a, something in my gut, like, you know, if you only, if you only knew, I, I don't know, am I just lame? Am I idealistic? Am I just a big hearted guy that shouldn't even be around elite sport? <laughs> Well, I mean, at the end of the day, this is professional sports, but professional sports are a business, right? So it's about making money. And if you can make a lot of money winning championships, then that's where the pressure is going to be. If you can make a lot of money and it doesn't matter if you win championships, then you're, then you're okay with it. Like, let for instance, let's jump sports here and talk about the Dallas Cowboys. They make more money than any other NFL team, so they the incentive for them to go all in to have to win, it just seems like they're okay being like, as long as we kind of make the playoffs, like we're okay. Like I know they want to win, but like it doesn't feel like they're doing anything they can to win, right? But if you look at this last year for MLS, you had the two best teams in the league in the final. Philly and LAFC both had 67 points on the season. That's an incredible year. Like they both played consistent all year long. I mean, in the three times we've been in the final, the most points we've ever had was 55, I think. So, you know, like it just seems like the they're, you know, at a level that – a lot of teams haven't gotten to yet. Like they were the best teams and they deserve to be in the final. And, and it came down to an epic battle at the end of the, you know, what a, what a match that was. Right. Yeah. So I hope to see every team striving to be that competitive and that good. And um, I don't want to see teams run away with 67, 70 points and other teams kind of being mediocre. I want everybody, I'd rather every team, battling for 50 points and it just be you know super great league where every game is competitive like that's more fun to watch in my opinion but sure sure brad side note you for all the cowboy fans ben grew up in dallas and he's always kind of rebel and outlier so he's made it his life mission to cheer for for anyone except for the cowboys it's true, but I didn't grow up in Dallas. I grew up in Amarillo, or as we say in Amarillo, Amarilla. Amarilla. Amarilla with an A. And uh, go Eagles, even though we lost the Super Bowl. But again, two best teams in the Super Bowl, right? Great game. As a sports fan, that's what you want, right? Yeah, yeah, I, th- I think we do. We we want we want excellence. We want to see striving. We want to see, you know, to use a a biblical phrase, iron sharpening iron. We we want to see that uh, the competitive nature come out and, and people test it and, and go through fire. And I'm actually okay with, I mean, just to, let's just talk about sports here for a second. I'm okay with teams losing some games throughout the season, because I think you learn from your mistakes and you get better. And, but like, if you take it, take a look at college football, which I refuse to watch anymore. It's, too long i don't have four and a half hours for anything like it but if you don't go undefeated in college football your season is like a failure right i mean that's kind of the expectation is you got to be undefeated well you're just setting yourself up for 
disappointment like that. Like, I, I don't think you learn from being undefeated. I think you learn from battling and losing and, and, and re and like fixing what's wrong and then fighting and getting in and like fighting your way through. Like, so I never would expect a team in MLS to just go undefeated all year. Like that just seems impossible. Um, but I, I do enjoy like seeing teams battle and go for it and overcome obstacles to prevail and win. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, you know, uh, I think it was Muhammad Ali said something about the fight is not lost on the pitch. It's lost in the training, the preparation for, and uh, transitioning a little bit, you guys had the opportunity to get down with Timbers for preseason. Um, yeah. What, it, what it looked like, what, what were some things that you guys saw or noticed? Was it, I, I mean, obviously you guys were in warmer climate than, than wet Portland, but um, yeah. What, what was it like to be down in preseason with the team? Just, just in a generalized kind of fashion for you guys. Well, speaking of losing, um, Troy Troy single-handedly beat me in every match of pickleball we played and every game of ping pong, which that one hurt worse than the pickleball because I pride myself on my ping pong ability and I blew a couple of leads. And I, so I have to give credit to Mr. Reedy over here for his, his undefeated – weekend uh, um away at the at the desert wow it, it's actually kind of amazing that we've known each other this long and we've never played ping pong against each other and so so then when when i had said that there's a ping pong table ben's like ah oh, i'm gonna beat you and i'm like I, well i'm i'm pretty good actually <laughs> he's guarantee you i will beat you and so i said all right where are we betting and so I got myself a nice, a nice dinner out of it. I <laughs> love casino, it. I love it. At the it. casino. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We were looking up a place to go and Troy's like, I really want to watch the Gonzaga basketball game. So we're like, oh, we found the sports bar and we drive and we pull up and literally like pull up at a casino because it was where the sports bar was. It's hilarious. $8 steak. Uh, yeah. Troy, you should have done better. You should have waited till you got back to Portland for that meal. For sure. For sure. Yeah, dollars either. <laughs> yeah. So, what was preseason like, though? Uh, being being with the team, um, where you guys were in California, is that right? Yeah, Palm Palm Desert was the Coachella Valley preseason tournament or whatever. Who, I'm not exactly who did you guys sure. play against uh, down there? Well, we got to watch the match against um, LA Galaxy, and and the Timbers looked sharp. My, four to one victory. Um, yeah, it was fun to see. Like it, it was really fun to get to be around the team. We got to go to training three, two days, and then we went to the match with the team. And, um, just seemed like a great culture. Like the, the way that they had it set up was really cool. Like the, on the polo field. So the grass was really nice and just sunshine and palm trees. So it felt like a really good place. Um, for a preseason, like for the team to be together and bond and just, it just seemed like the energy was really high and it was a lot of fun. Yeah. The, I would add, you know, the, the spirit of the group felt really light and, you know, they were granted we were there for a, a session before the match, 
match day, which they won. And then, and then the day after, which is, you know, always going to be lighter, but um, yeah, I think both Ben and I felt that and maybe it's because it's preseason and you're not in the pressure yet of, you know, back-to-back losses. And now it feels like the, the, you know, ceilings falling, but um, yeah, it's, it seemed like there was really um, good interactions among the players and, you know, soccer tennis. We, we watched Geo kind of MacGyver a, a soccer tennis net with training poles and athletic tape that was pretty, Classic. pretty, the players like ran into it and this thing like stayed, stayed standing. It was like diagonal posts and the whole bit. Nice. Pretty awesome. Nice. That's fun. That's good. Yeah, I know for us, we uh, we spent time. We split time between Mexico and Orlando. Guys are still there, actually uh, leaving in a day or two for Seattle. Our first away game. Who do you, who do you guys have up first? Sporting Kansas City. Okay. Okay. Yeah, sporting yeah. Uh, sporting's fallen off the last few years, but uh, be interesting. I I think all these clubs are again gunning and the pressure's on. So. You know, I was I was just talking with one of our guys uh, just before we jumped on today, and you know we we're kind of talking about like any any given day, right? Any MLS club, there's no there's no real guarantee uh, that someone's going to run away with league this year necessarily. There's some good teams, but um, Kansas City's a threat. Uh, we face Seattle; they're always dangerous at home, even though we finished above them um, in the standings last year. Um, so it it'll it'll look look like a good year um let's let's jump to the season let's uh do a little bit of a preview now um mls so going on the website earlier today they give some preseason rankings amongst the teams that we've got soccer chaplains united have chaplains at uh, our three teams timbers nashville and rapids that's the order you guys coming in at number 11 um here's the evaluation uh it's all on Evander. Uh, you guys essentially paid the most money of any MLS club, $10 million to bring in this guy. Um, he was last playing in Denmark, scored like, I don't know, 50-some goals, 38 assists. That's kind of big. Um, I can't even pronounce his Denmark team. Uh, Troy, do you know it? it it's Is it? I don't, I don't know how to pronounce it either. Midland or something? I don't know. I just butcher that. Um, did you guys get to see Evander in in action when you were down there? We did. He scored yeah. the first first of four goals against the Galaxy, and then I I think um, had another one uh, against Toronto um, in their yeah. next match. So. so, so give us a little bit of a view. Like, what kind of striker forward is Evander? Is he a is he a holding hold it up? You know, is he a run into the box, run onto a ball, kind of like give us what, what kind of striker is he? Troy. Well, I can use my, you know, super great depth of soccer knowledge to tell you a whole lot of that. I don't know, but <laughs> what I can tell you is that um, it's preseason and it's hard to figure out exactly until we see him get some real matches to know kind of how he's going to play within our system. Um, but I was happy to see the ball go on the back of the net. I can tell you that much. So 
we're cheering Troy, for him. Troy, Troy, we I want mean, him to do well. Troy, what's your what's your insight? Is he like a is it like physical player like Holland, or is he a you know I don't know a different kind of I I mean I haven't even seen the guy I don't know him so he, you know aside from aside from the one the one match that's all we've seen in terms of live action as well so yeah I mean he definitely looks strong um, and I would say from what we've seen so far opportunistic you know kind of that in the right right place to put the ball away um but yeah it'll it'll be interesting i mean i i remember um when the timbers signed diego valeri and i was present for the first few trainings you know and there was all the hoopla and i remember initially like i don't know this this guy i I don't see it and (laughs) limited amount of time to make an assessment but um you yeah i i think they're you know we've now seen enough players come through that maybe we're tagged as this is going to be a big time player and it it just it takes some time the mls is a unique league with from a number of standpoints you know the amount of travel and so um so yeah time will tell but even you know Santiago Moreno, you know, who I think maybe the club ex- expected more of when he first arrived, there was a clear bit of um, time. with. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Diego, if you're listening, I'm absolutely sorry that Troy is so poor at his scouting skills. He couldn't see class act. Uh, I'm still waiting for my autographed Diego Valeri jersey as a gift from the portland timber chaplains but um i haven't seen it in the mail yet um have a huge man crush on him he's he has a great brilliant player man oh all right so you guys uh this weekend take on sporting let's look at nashville next uh even though the nashville guys aren't on here they are right behind you guys ranked at number 12 in the mls uh preseason ranking haney mukhtar what a guy um just a he just seems to be really creative, thoughtful. Um, Nashville's made some changes. They got rid of a few guys. Um, they've uh, no DP spots open. So it's going to be interesting. I think we can give Greg a little bit of grief, him being a rookie chaplain this year. This will be his first year. Um, guys, go easy on him a little bit. I know you guys don't go easy on me, but go easy. If, if Haney does what he did last year, I mean, he's consistently getting 20 goals and – double digit assists. And I just think he's a, uh, he's a real workhorse behind, uh, behind the team there. And uh, knowing Gary Smith too, the team usually tends to be defensively oriented. They, they usually uh, put up a good, uh, a good wall of defense. Uh, and sometimes people are critical of that, but um, what's, what's the saying? Defense wins championships. Maybe mm-hmm. it's offense. I don't know. <laughs> Depends on who the coach is. It is. Yeah. Well, that is the first one is the same. Yeah. Uh, Nashville moves into the Eastern Conference, which a little disappointing for me because I don't get to see uh, the old me too. The, the old Rapids guys as that. much. Yeah. 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 I was hoping to enjoy a trip out to Nashville to watch the Timbers play, and it's not happening this year. Uh, well, maybe you save it for League's Cup because the Rapids are actually – uh, we've been put in the same group as Nashville – 
And uh, I'm kind of looking forward to that. Let's let's uh, pivot a little bit, talk about that before we see what, where the Rapids are landing preseason-wise. But what do you guys think of Leaks Cup taking on the uh, Liga Emeki teams? Um, more games, of course. Uh, are you guys hosting? Do you know? I don't know. Do you I know, Ben? I don't know either. I did I, – I don't know much about it, honestly, other than I – I mean, I think it's – I think it's great, like, to – it raises the caliber of MLS. It gives us more competition. Um, I did as, and this is my ignorance showing right here, but there's a big chunk of like July and August that just aren't scheduled with MLS games. Is that when this tournament's yeah. happening? Is that what's going on? Okay. Yeah. It's, it's I knew there had to be something going on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's uh there's two games in the group stage, the top two teams from each group advance, depending on group points. Um, and essentially, you know, everybody kind of gets seated against the Liga Emeki teams and, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be interesting. I, um, trying to see, do you guys even know what, who's in your group? No. Is the group? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I know nothing, but I, I do know this. Oh, you, you guys get, uh, let's see, Tigres and San Jose earthquakes. Okay. Yep, just that's exactly what I said. Oh, sorry, sorry. Troy. Did you really? No. <laughs> oh, you're kind of cutting out, so I wasn't sure. Um, I would have given you the benefit of the doubt, though. I, I'm just glad you guys just don't know what your teams are up to. Well, I think there's just a lot going on, and our job, Brad, is soul care. You know, like there's other people that worry about the schedule and what players going to score, what goals, and. We're just here to, you know, love on these guys and serve their families and serve them. And so, I, you know, I can pretend to be a soccer analyst all day long. I care. I love it. It's fun. I definitely have my opinions, but um, I'm just rooting for them. You know, I want them to do well and I want them to, you know, thrive and whether it be that competition or MLS or open cup. I, I always think though, there's, it's hard to know going into the season, like, is your team going to go for competing hard in all three of those tournaments or are they prioritizing MLS and the others come second? Or are they prioritizing the other and MLS comes second? Because unless you're fully healthy and you have a really deep squad, like it's hard to make a run at all of those. And so it's going to be interesting to see like, we won't know until kickoff of one of those matches what feel what team we put out there, like if we're actually going for this or if we're just getting minutes for our, you know, our backup guys. Like I it's just hard to know, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, and Ben, you you say you've said a couple of things in there that, that I want to pick up on. It's just I don't know, you know, I've I've been doing this volunteer chaplain thing for 20 I think that's my 23rd season and you just like like you said earlier Troy it, it becomes a blur after doing it for so long and it's almost like it's almost not important although it is important like caring about who's playing when and and where and you know we're, we're we, we are here to care for people to care for their souls to look after their their needs holistically and so it almost doesn't matter. It's it's just 
we just get in the rhythm of of a season and uh, we look for those places where we can speak into or step into and uh, and care for people well um it almost doesn't matter who the opponent is except for july 4th yeah uh, i mean obviously we uh, number one priority is to beat the rapids oh my god i mean that's that's always just, like just for your own sake that's all you care about it's a successful year if we beat the rapids goodness, goodness. where's my nashville crew to back me up here well they would say the same thing beat the rapids <laughs> like as long as we beat the rapids yeah yeah um sure. yeah well, I'm I'm due for a visit to you guys anyway coming out this year. So um Yeah, I don't think you guys play us here until October, September, October. September. Yeah, September. Um So, uh, you know, my birthday is October fourth, so don't forget a present when you come. Ooh. ooh. All right. All right. Um, well, let's get back into the preseason. So the Rapids, let me scroll down and see where they're at. So you guys are at twelve. Keep well, scrolling. Like, when you Just say we're twelve or eleven. They give us a two percent chance at winning the league. It's not like we're. Oh, oh! I found us twenty-one. Twenty-one. Rapids are twenty-one out of twenty-nine teams. Um, let's see what they have to say about us. Uh, we made the riskiest, one of the riskiest moves of the offseason, <laughs> taking winger Kevin Cabral from LA. He didn't get the job done for Galaxy. Um, but this is what we do. We pick up uh, players that no one wants, and sometimes they become diamonds in the rough. They become gems. Uh, so I think that's the the play with Cabral. Um, we picked up a few other players too. We got a new uh, center back. So they're saying a playoff run is seriously possible, which is interesting at 21 when they're saying you guys at 11, Timbers, if Vander doesn't come through for you guys, nothing's really changed from a team that missed playoffs last season. I just think that's, yeah. Who can put anything behind these preseason rankings? Oh, well, uh, we well, shall yeah. see. I mean, they, they, you know, they put it out there because people want something to talk about and get excited about. And, um, But I think the real conversation that we should be having is the new – MLS kits for this year. Ooh, good Let's shout. Let's be honest. Good shows. They, um, I think Adidas knocked it out of the park this year. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, um, you guys have a new kit, the the plaid, Portland plaid, Portland plaid, Ponderosa shadow green and gold come together in a plaid clad jersey to reflect the tight knit relationship between the club and the community. Yeah, that that looks decent. You guys have a star above your crest. Ooh, I like your little emblem here. I'm I'm screen sharing for those of you who can't see. You, oh, you guys I see have yeah, a little badge, cool. the Rose City with the. Yeah. Uh, what's it gonna take for me to get one of those uh, timber pieces someday? A log slice? Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I guess you, you want, gotta come. If you want a real log slice, slice, you're gonna have to like be born again in a different way <laughs> grow up as an elite athlete score a goal for the timbers and then and then you'll be holding one. Oh my gosh troy speaking of scoring a goal for the timbers you have 
I believe, three or five goals. No, you're giving me too much credit. I don't have that many. It's like in the, in the, the ones or twos. Yes, I, you're at least two. Yeah, because I had a poster one time that had every single Timbers goal. And I remember your name being on there at least twice. Yeah. So yeah. do you have do you, do you have you a log, log size? Slides? I just Did scored you? like I scored eighty nine and in, in you know preseason and other non counting <laughs> match. You know, otherwise it'd be easy to count the 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 two that really counted i did did my log slice or slices went in our backyard many years ago that have now decomposed so i i should have (laughs) i should have preserved them somehow you were just you were just being very portlandish and coming back to the environment right which is probably why you have a plaid kit i mean there's a lot of there's a lot of plaid uh wearers in the portland air area my my closet consists of almost exclusively dry fit things because of the <laughs> i do i don't i looked in my closet actually and i was like yep i have zero i nothing plaid it's so funny well I let's went, let's I look went, at the when, when troy and i were in palm springs i was like i heard palm springs is kind of nice so like make sure you bring some dress-up clothes and he, and he brings like golf polos, you know, dress up shirts, you know, like that have the Warner logo on them and Nike. And I'm like, and he, he brought his nice tennis shoes, not just his normal tennis shoes, he brought his nice tennis shoes. Wow. I, you said dress up. That's me dressing up, my friend. I know. He actually wore pants too. You'd be proud of him. Well, hey guys, what do you think of the Rapids kit? Uh, it's, it's entitled New Day. I dig uh, it. It's yeah. sick looking. Yeah. I like it a lot. Keep it's, scrolling. I want to see the rest. I, yeah, I it's I supposed to be uh, kind of symbols about mental health, mental health okay. awareness. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so it's like this uh, yeah. blue with sort of a diamond or trapezoid kind of designs, uh, triangle designs kind of all over the place. Yeah, it's sharp. I, I think it's one of the first MLS jerseys to be um, – you know, designed or constructed with an artist. Uh, yeah, co-designed by local artist Pat Milbury. First ever artist collaboration on an MLS jersey, inspired by Colorado's sunrises and sunsets, as well as the possibilities each new day brings. Um, we've got a new jersey sponsor this year, UC Health. It's a local hospital system here in Colorado. And um, yeah, so I think mental health of course, mental health has become a, a big issue in, in elite professional sport mm-hmm. um, and on down. Um, but yeah, some of these symbols are designed to evoke uh, sort of an understanding of there is a new day. Kind of yeah. interesting, right? Like, I mean, it looks great. clubs clubs make, uh, oftentimes they make a, a statement via the, the jersey. Um, what do you guys think of this one? Yeah, I dig it. I dig it. I think I'm probably dating myself, but what wasn't there quite a quite a stretch where like there was no sponsor on the Rapids jersey? You aren't dating yourself. It was only a couple years back, and yeah, they went a long time without a sponsor. Hey, hey we're supposed to be positive and encouraging and K loving here, not. Um... <laughs> I yeah. yeah we we had uh, our last. Let's see, we went like a year maybe two years without a sponsor. We had Transamerica last. They, uh, we had brought in Tim Howard, 
um, with some of the Transamerica dollars. So, um, yeah, that was a, that was a good, a good thing for us. Um, so yeah, it's, it's great to have a sponsor again, but I don't know. I, I enjoy having jerseys without sponsors too. Yeah. Kind of feels like you're legit original OG just with the club. Not not catering to anyone. Um, yeah, you know me... who's you know who's got a good kit. I'm I'm jealous. Well, I'm jealous of the of the the color black kit. Like the so Nashville got the black kit, and then Miami's. Have you seen Miami's? It's super cool. Um, it's like kind of looks like hoops, but then there's a texture that almost looks like it'd be like log slices but it's black. It's so sick. And I'm jealous because I've always thought a black Jersey with the gold and green trim would just be really hmm. awesome. So I'm kind of holding out hope that um, if anybody listens to this podcast, that could get <laughs> word back to Adidas. Um, Timbers want a black kit. Timbers fans do. Yeah. But you guys don't have an iconic figure. I've, I've got the Nashville kit pulled up. Um, Johnny cash. I mean, I don't know. Like, how would you embody Timbers black? Like, what would be the, would there be a person or a place or some part of the city or the culture that you would say it could be representative of? We I have mean, a cause... lot of, we have a lot of crows. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. But I mean, Johnny Cash is, I mean, so no, fitting for Nashville, right? It's great. Sure. I get, look, I get it, but, um, I mean, Nashville's logo is a sound wave. I mean, if, if you look at it, most people don't realize it looks like a barbell, but it's great. Too bad. I think theirs is great. LAFC's is great too. Of course, that's one of their primary colors is the black, but I mean, I don't know why Miami's like the justification for them having a black kid. I think it's just, now, cool. I, yeah. I know you guys aren't going to like this, but the Seattle Sounders and the Bruce uh, Lee kit. What are you kidding me? Bruce Lee. That's bad. That's badass. If you don't mind me saying it's. It's a stretch, Brad. The Bruce Lee kit. And unfortunately they have two. St- I am not it's letting my friend Tim Rogers give me any crap about that, but. No, I mean the they had Jimi Hendrix one last year or two years ago. That one made sense. I think the Bruce Lee one's a little bit of a stretch. Like everybody I talked to is like Bruce Lee. What's his connection to Seattle? You know, like it doesn't. When you think of Seattle, you don't think Bruce Lee. I mean, I don't. Maybe I do now. Yeah, maybe you <laughs> will. Maybe this changes it for you. Of course, they've they've Seattle's gotten some uh, flack over their uh, their sponsor. Uh, can anyone be pleased nowadays? Um, yeah, this, oh, it's yeah. Providence. Um, yeah, one of the health networks. I think they're they, Catholic they based. They sponsor the Thorns. I didn't hear Thorns fans throwing a fit, but oh well. That's Seattle. Were you? You were saying the Inner Miami uh, jersey is pretty sweet too. I mean, look at the. Look, doesn't can't you see that kind of like the texture in that? Kind of yeah. looks like. Um, for those of you who are, you know, everyone who's listening to this and you can't see this, it's hoops across the middle, but then every other hoop has like a texture layer to it that kind of looks like a logs, like the 
like the inside of a log slice. It's. I, it's I really, think they're supposed really to be cool. wings, right? Wings of I the. Oh, it doesn't look yeah. like wings to me. They're supposed to be the wings of the. What is that? The, the flamingo. The flamingo. Yeah, they're flamingo sure? wings. That's they have to be. No. Let's see what it, it says. Third way of kid. We've been in a lot of time talking about jerseys. Austin's got a cool jersey this year. Oh, oh, okay. Here, here we go, Ben. Here we go. Yeah, La Noche. Got a good one. La Noche features an embossed wave pattern to portray the energy of what happens on and off the field after dusk. Okay. So, Brad, earlier you're like, well, how can Portland have a black kit? Because they can make up something like this that means nothing and tie it to whatever color they want to. Come on. They're talking the vibe of Miami. Come on. I, I yeah, watched Miami yeah. Vice as a kid, like when my Miami. parents weren't watching. And <laughs> No, you didn't. The vibe of the city. What happens after dark? Sounds so scandalous. I know. Yeah. Anyway, I still, I still think you just used the crows. I, I'm with Troy. Yeah. Crows, crows don't inspire anyone, guys. Come on. Crows are very smart. Well, since we're on such a positive note, let's talk playoffs this year, 2023. Um, yeah. Am I, I getting this right that it's going to like, um, going back? Like we went from two games home and away to now it's a best of three series for the yeah what in the world they they want to give people it it's about business right ben you you nailed it yep. from the beginning it's about business Money. it's about giving the the teams two home matches it's about you know the I mean, the thing that I'm struggling with, look at the gap from November 12 to November 25. Come on, who are we kidding? That's an international window. That's an international break, of course. But take a couple weeks off and let's come back to the playoffs. I just, I think MLS has to find and has to land on a decision. Either finish, it, it just does, I don't know, it doesn't make sense. Two weeks off. This is what burned us against you guys in 2021. We had like three weeks off because we got the 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 number one seed in the West. We come into a game. You guys had had a game. You'd, you'd been knocked on your rockers, and you came in and stole the game from us in the last few minutes. Um, I, I just think too but, much a gap of time stole, to play. And by stole, do you mean that we scored and you didn't? Because that's kind of the way I remember. Scramble in the box. It wasn't pretty at all. It was a mistake. I mean, it wasn't like you guys were dominating the match. It wasn't that way. Let, no, let's be we honest. We were on the road playing in Colorado in the altitude, and we fought hard. Listeners can't see the, the violin that I'm playing for, for myself yourself. or for you. <laughs> we won. <laughs> yeah, but you guys no, had I'm games. With you. I liked you guys were match year. fit, I liked, match ready. I liked it ending before Thanksgiving last year. I thought that was awesome. Like Me too. But – so give us the brief rundown of how it, of how it goes, Brad. Okay, so um, so they're going to add a pair of single elimination wildcard matches ahead of round one. Mm -hmm. So essentially uh, seeds one through seven in each conference, so essentially 14 teams, are going to be in round one. Seeds eight through nine in each conference will be in a, a playoff wildcard match. They're going to have wild card matches October 25, 26. Mm -hmm. uh, so, and then round one, best of three series matches start October 28th, right before Halloween and uh, ending November 12th. Then 
you know, almost two weeks off, 12, 12 days, 13 days, they'll start the conference semifinals and conference finals, November 25th through December 3rd and the cup finals on December 9. So, and are the, all of those are best of three series. Yep. Including the final. No, 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 no. Just round one is a best of three. Just and round I, one. Then I think and they go to a, a there goes the home and away. away. And then, and then for one the final. final, one final, one game. Hmm. I don't know. I've been around the league enough. It's not easy, but it's never the same. It's frustrating. It sort of depends on, I mean, that's going to cater better. If you're, if you're the, if you're the better of the teams, then you want that three games or that two game series to where a fluke moment doesn't happen. Sure. Uh, But then, you know, you could be on the other side and you're thinking, how are we going to, how are we going to win a three game aggregate series against that team? And then you would rather have the one off chance of the ball bounce, you know. Well, and what what are they going to do with, um, you know, yellow card, like best of three and yellow cards, will they carry over? Like I've do? never heard of best of three. That's interesting. I know. It's, it's like the NBA, except now they're like best of seven. Yeah. I, I think it's odd, but hey, you know what? they're obviously going for it. Let's see how it goes. Maybe it's awesome. Maybe at the end of the yeah. season, we're going to be like, that was right. the best playoffs ever. And I'm so glad they did that. Um, so if, it's, if a team wins the first two, it's done or it's yeah. a total. Yeah. yeah. Oh. No, it's done. It's the first team to get to. Okay. Yeah, so how does that work then? Do you sell tickets for that third game and then, Oh, sorry. Game's not happening. Yeah. Those, those tickets just carry over for the next game. Hmm. That would just seem awkward. Anyway, but you're right. We we got to see how it plays out. I mean, well, according to um, MLS rankings, you don't have to worry about it. Oh, <laughs> well, I I can pretty much guarantee we will not end up 21 of 29 teams because we didn't yeah. last year. So, anyway, we'll see. All right. Well, let's transition one more time. Um, Troy, sorry to leave you out of this, but we're gonna play a game called Crosses with Rev with Ben Dudley. I'm going to have to invite you in on another show and do this game. Um, Troy, you can stay in and like give me feed me answers through the chat. Well, no, Troy, you're going to stay on because you're going to okay. laugh at Ben um, when this is done. And uh, Ben, l- let me describe the game, all right? So imagine like balls are just being served in, served in, and you're just you're taking your one-time shot uh, at a question – if a question is too difficult, you can pass. You don't get points for that. So there's going to be an either or. So I'll, I'll give you an example. Um, yeah. Yes or no. Yeah. Cowboys or Eagles, right? Like Eagles. And you're just yeah. making a snap a snap answer. Those are one point. There's a few short answer questions in here. So um, I've kind of designed there's, there's more questions than there is time. You get one minute and uh, – yeah, we'll just we'll see how you do. All right. And like who am I like what's the what do I win? Who am I competing against? I need to know the rules here cuz I'm pretty competitive and um I've already lost a lot this year to Troy and I just can't 
afford to lose to Rev Brad, but I will say this, if I do win somehow, I want a nickname like Rev. I want to, I want to earn like maybe oh it's chap or chappy. We're, we're going to yeah. name you chappy, chappy Dudley. Yeah. I need some, I want something on the line here for the competition is all. I'm yeah. Saying. So, so there's a leaderboard. It's made up of all the guests that have been on the podcast before. Um, there's no competition against me. This is, this is me just like, all right. Letting so I'm you, going for the leaderboard is what I'm going You're going for the leaderboard. That right. helps. Okay. The leaderboard's at 23 points right now. That seems and like a lot for one minute. I, it is. So, I mean, you've just got to be quick, uh, quick witted. Um, and, and we'll kind of see how this goes. All right. So. Am I allowed um, to call timeout? Nope. Am I allowed to phone a friend? No, you can't phone a friend. I'm sorry. None of that, right. none of that can happen. Um, Let's go. Any other, any no, other questions that you got about it? I'm good. Let's do it. Okay. Troy, I, I think, you know, I, I should have had you in this mix as well since you're on and I know time is precious, but, um, to be fair, some of these questions repeat, and I didn't want there to be sort of this uh, advantage that you have. So the next time you come on, I, I guess you could sit there and take notes, but maybe I'll have to mix up the order a little bit just just so that you're you're aware. All right, all right, Ben, you ready? I need to just uh, here get my timer set. I've got uh, the score pad ready. Ben, are you ready? I'm ready. You need a, a preseason warm up or anything? I mean, if you that's your choice. I'm I'm, I'm going to add ready. one more question to the mix. Um just cuz I think it's funny. What what was that Troy? I said ping pong or pickleball. Ping pong. How did you know? I can't use that question now. Here I get a point. No, no points. You can't start. Okay, so Ben, I will start the timer. Um after I finish the first question, all right? And okay. then if I'm in the middle of asking a question when the time goes, you still get to answer it, all right? And can I interrupt your reading the question to answer if I feel like I know where you're going? <laughs> sure. Yeah, you can answer in advance, but it better okay. be the right answer. Because oh, there so are some right there are some right answers here. Okay. All right. Here we go. I'm going to start the timer after I finish the first question. You ready? Ready. Left-footed or right-footed? Left-footed. My favorite EPL team is? Manchester United. Dribble, pass, or shoot? Pass. Call or text? Text. Cheeseburger or black bean burger? Cheeseburger. Crowder band or the digital age? Digital age. Acoustic or electric? Electric. Attend a concert or play a concert? Play a concert. My favorite post-game meal is? Fish tacos. Grilled Cheese Grill or Tabor Tavern? Tabor Tavern. Baylor or Fuller? Fuller. Positive Coaching Alliance or Free Guitars for Kids? Free Guitars for Kids! Seattle or Vancouver? Vancouver. Waco or Portland? Portland. Soccer or golf? Golf. My favorite comedian is? Jim Gaffigan. Troy or Brad? Both. Sir Alex or Eric Ten Hag? Sir Alex. Nike or Adidas? Adidas. And that's it. Oh, man. Sweet. 
I think I got a hundred. Dude, wow. you did awesome. Uh, I I only had two more questions. Uh, we ran out of time. Ping pong or pickleball? Ping pong, oh, which on. you already answered. Coffee or tea? Well, according to Ted Lasso, tea is a bad joke, so it'd go coffee. Even though I don't like either one. All I'm right, a hot let... chocolate guy. I'm gonna add up the points here. So is it you you had your opinion on these things and then you or you guessed what you thought I was gonna answer? Twenty-five points, Ben. Wow, Dudley goes into the top of the leaderboard. Top of the leaderboard. Boom. You know, more so the questions are designed to A stump you or just to see like what's your like what's your heart or who are you? Yeah. You know? So acoustic or electric, you know, like most people Maybe if they know you play guitar, it's like, what's your preference? Like, what would you rather do? Um, yeah. Um, so that's that's kind of the the heart of it, and not to not to be cheeky or I mean, you could have like some of these might might have been a little bit more controversial, and maybe you go, ah, I'll pass on that. Um, a great yeah, answer like on Troy or Brad. You know? Golf or soccer was a tricky one. Yeah, because I'm and on a soccer a, podcast, but there's a, there's a few that you uh, you paused on, um, like the Seattle Vancouver. I know you know usually Timbers fans hate both of those teams because Cascadia Cup, but you know just little tests like what would you rather, uh, yeah. who would you rather kind of thing. So yeah, well I thought you were talking about the city, and so I was like I want to go to Vancouver. Ooh. Ooh, all right, all right. Well, we'll see. So, so Troy. This Troy, this gives you a little bit of a preview because now you've got an advantage over Dudley. Uh, so I'm kind of expecting good things. Although your 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 crosses with Rev might be a little bit harder, a little, might be a little bit more difficult, for sure. I can help you write it if you need help. Ooh, yeah, yeah. I mean, there might be a coach of the year versus oh, I don't know, yeah, something player else. of the year. Yeah. Would you rather go undefeated or would you rather? No. Um, I'm giving away too much. Anyway. All right. Well, hey guys, hey, that thanks. was fun. Yeah, thanks for your time today. Um, let me great ask. Time. Keep up the good work, Brad. You're awesome. Um, hope you have a great season with the Rapids this year. And thanks for all your support to all the chaplains across the, the country. And I uh, love you a lot, man. This is great. Yeah, I love you guys too. And uh, hey, why, why don't we do this, uh, Troy? Since you're the more priestly of all of us, why don't you, uh, Rev Reedy? Uh, why don't you pray us out? And would you keep in mind, especially uh, Nashville, Colorado, and Portland, in your in your prayers as we look for the season ahead? I will. I think you asked me last year as well. Sorry, Ben. Do you want to pray, Ben? You know, Troy, or I mean, Reverend Troy, I um. I'm not against praying at all. Um, so if, if you need me to take one for the team, I got your back. Although you did go to Fuller. So maybe Troy should pray. Oh, ouch. Ooh. Prove him wrong. Fuller. Just Prove him wrong, Chappie. Come on, Chappie Dudley. Come on, Chappie Dudley. All right. I'll pray for us here. Let us pray in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Lord, we're so thankful for this time together to have fun and just be brothers and talk about soccer and jerseys and just having fun together. Um, I pray Lord that you would be with us all this season as we serve our teams, um, help us to always um, try to keep that 
right attitude of openness and um, that servant heart throughout the season. I pray for our new chaplains across um, MLS and NWSL and the college world. Everyone involved with Soccer Chaplains United, Lord, just give them strength. And um, we just thank you for our, our fearless leader, Reverend Brad Kinney, for all his support and just be with his family. Um, and we just we just are grateful for his love and support and, and his ministry to us. Um, we are grateful for the opportunity to serve, Lord, and just keep um, providing the opportunity so we can be there to, mm-hmm. to fill in the gaps. Um, we pray these things in your name. Amen. Amen. Thanks, guys. Love having you on. Yeah, appreciate it. Well, you've been listening to Rev Brad, Rev Reedy, and Chappie Ben Dudley here on the From the Touchline podcast. Thank you so much. And join us again next time. We'll have another Crosses with Rev. We'll have these guys back on at another point. And uh, Chappie, lead us out with a little bit of music, buddy. Well, thanks again to Ben Dudley and Troy Reedy for joining me on the pod today. Uh, next week, folks, uh, we are going to have another lesson from Lasso, lesson number 45. So join us again next week. We'll have a shorter pod for you then. Meanwhile, enjoy the kickoff to the Major League Soccer 2023 season this weekend. Our very own Colorado Rapids take on the Seattle Sounders, Portland Timbers taking on Sporting Kansas City, and Nashville FC taking on New York City FC. So we look forward to seeing you next time on the pod. Meanwhile, if you have a moment, take a minute, write us a review, give us a rating. That really helps us in the podcast apps and stores and places where you can listen to the From the Touchline podcast. Thanks again. Talk to you soon.